Hello once again, everybody. Thank you for turning, tuning into the AIW's The Card is Going to Change. Uh, before we get to our show, thank you to our sponsors. Uh, they help us bring this show to you for free each and every week. Thanks to Angelo's Pizza providing us with some delicious eats here. And, of course, we've got pizza for sale for you at all of our live events. If you want to see what else they have on the menu, check out Angelo's on Madison Avenue in Lakewood, Ohio. Thanks, of course, to Pollyanna DIY. They do some custom stuff for us, including uh, some fantastic pins that we have sold at our shows and always have available at our merchandise stands. They do T-shirts and so many other things, so check them out on social media uh, and online on their website. Thanks also to SmartMark Video, smartmarkvideo.com. That's where to go to purchase DVDs and MP4s of our shows, whether you were there live and want to watch it again or have yet to see it, smartmarkvideo.com is where to go. And if you love streaming all sorts of different wrestling, then check out independentwrestling.tv. Plenty of AIW archives on there as well as other promotions. Make sure you use the code ABSOLUTE when you sign up and you'll get a 20-day free trial. With that, we get into this week's show. We are talking about a show that happened May 17th at the Odeon in downtown Cleveland. It's Keep Their Heads Ringing, uh, better known as the Rap Show, as we call it each and every year. On the show, we have a little roundtable. The Duke is here joining us. Yo. Uh, we'll hear from uh, Joshua Bishop. He's sitting here to my side. The intense the icon. The intense icon, sure. Uh, AIW owner John Thorne, always here. Uh, my name is Steve Guy, your moderator Unfortunately. of Unfortunately. <laughs> and I'm sure we'll be joined uh, by a roundtable of others. And this, uh, I guess as we lead off, was this our first show at the Odeon, John? Yes. This is it right here. And uh, it goes crazy. So there's a lot going in to this in terms of logistics and everything we get, were able to get in there thursday night kind of set up see how things should go we don't a lot of questions basically coming out of Mar mount carmel we didn't have a permanent home what kind of questions you got well we had questions of it going in you know people are going to have fine fine places to park it's not like mount carmel or uh there wasn't let's be business. honest there wasn't that many places to park in mount carmel either this is true i yeah. always found a spot even you get I, there early enough. I, well, no, I just made my own spot, but I always parked there. Where was your Mount Carmel spot? My Mount Carmel spot was right down the hill by, past the church in the sideways yellow lines that's not a spot right against the wall. Oh, so the places that they complained to us about every single show that yeah. people can't park there. Yeah. Yeah, that that spot. Great job. Uh you know, what the, what the setup was going to be like, how many uh, seats and chairs we could fit. The one thing we knew going in, we sold X amount of front row seats. And basically, the seating kind of went from there. You know, is how how the stage was going to set up. We did determine that we could put seats on the stage, which was a fun little new Good thing. Good thing we got in there the day before, or else they wouldn't have been there. Yeah, because Doctor Dan would have showed up at fucking six o'clock. There would have been a problem with the ring. Oh, there would have been no Doctor Dan. There would have been no chairs on the stage. <laughs> Every Doctor Dan works for his parents, yet he's the only guy that cannot get a day off of work on a show. I have a real life but responsibility. If, but if Mike Quackenbush has a seminar in fucking California, Doctor Dan is going to be there on a Wednesday. I have never once taken off work for anything other than AIW. Lies. It's also a good time to uh, inform you folks that our unofficial sponsor of the show, as it will be the next few coming weeks, uh, White Claw Hard Seltzer. So I've only taken off work for AIW. When? Oh, I know, Dan. Two shows. Do you want to give the literal specifics? I'm waiting. Let's hear them. There was a Friday show in 2016. A Friday <laughs> show? Wow. They're all Friday shows. Yeah. The part, Dan. Goes, it's hard when you have legitimate responsibilities. Dan. What month in 2016, Dan? More White Claw? I have more legitimate responsibilities than anybody oh, at this table. I can go to a show and I can be there on time. That's why I what purposely make all the setups now Thursday nights wow. so I can be there to make sure all the logistics happen because I'm the logistics guy at this point, and I'm okay with it because I thoroughly enjoy it. But what happens if we can't get here on Thursday night? Then I, show I up literally at six. stress for 24 hours. Show up I at come six. at 6 Friday and hope that it's done. Right? Is that your answer? I take my lunch, and I make sure that everything that I can possibly control happens. Frankie Flynn ends up in charge. Oh, fuck off. Oh, yeah, that happened All right. recently. Remember those rails we always <laughs> talk about? All those rails we talk about? We're Duke off from already. Rails. Yeah, we're, we're off from already. Rails. We're already off the rails. Duke we're off the rails. rails. No making out on the rails today. You can see Duke on the rails at Max. 
But this doing is a, ropes course today. This is a brand new venue for us. Uh, John, speak a little bit to how this venue even came about. Because some of these guys were involved in Peabody's, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. The guy that runs it is a, has been aware of AIW since it started. And that's kind of he approached you, or when we were looking nah. for venues, did you go to him? We've been approached through various people from the Odeon since Absolution Ten. The guy that runs okay. it, or the guy that manages it. Because like, don't they have the guy that owns it owns it has very different it. perspective. So yeah, yes. All, All right. right. So it's the guy that runs it. Right? Yeah, day to day. All right. Okay. So we end up here, and it's typically a concert venue, which gives us a, a cool, different vibe. There's a balcony that will ultimately come into play, and uh, we have the stage set up. Like I said, we got to put seats on the stage, and this is. Uh, one of the first times we actually we get like all the different lighting, it just becomes like a whole well production that we don't in, have to pay for. I guess in your era, I guess like early AW started with all that stuff. Wouldn't you say? That? Yeah, but yeah, I mean, that's true. yeah, but I mean, they, yeah, they actually like I don't remember. I, I don't know if it was this show or a show after that where there was like spotlights involved, and I don't know if anybody told the guys to do that, like that were running the lights or whatever. It's your but dude, right here. Oh, okay. Don't. Tear your shoulder, pat yourself on the back. Thanks. But um, uh, so there's there's a little, yeah. I mean, it's 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 an it, they have the capabilities and they have the resources to do that kind of stuff. Whereas yeah, we're able Mount to Carmel doesn't great building, but doesn't have that kind of resources. Yeah, it's nice. To, and listen, I'm just gonna say it to these to all the fans. Mount Carmel isn't coming back. They will not no, have us. No. This is, this is the only venue in the whole fucking city that will take us right now. And I will say this: if except much- for the s- small ones that. We can't fit everybody. Right. As much as people maybe are questioning things or wanting to complain, uh, I went out there in the opening show, and the biggest line that I said was, welcome to AIW with alcohol, and everybody went crazy. So if you guys want alcohol to AIW, also, this is where we are. Also going to make everybody happy. I no, mean, you're not. right. You're right. But it, to me, it's an awesome venue. It, it has, it, it's just a great feel. And, oh, by the way, they have air conditioning. Air conditioning, yeah, it was chilly in there. Yeah, for for Jayla, it was chilly. They got showers, you know, showers for the those showers. Ten. Yeah, maybe is it the best uh, green room locker room setups that you've had, Josh Bishop? Got a washer and dryer in one of the other uh, areas. Did you utilize it? There's not, not yet. Doctor Dan can wash his gear finally. When has it ever been a concern? Ever? I'm always cleanly. Well. I, I can actually attest that in Midwest, your knee pads were smelling what hella gnarly. What fucking time, John Michael? Hella gnarly. What, what, what does the word cleanly mean? Like cleanliness? Sorry. I, okay, finish the word, dumbass. My cleanliness has never been an issue in three years. All right, I watched match my gear one we going to is the Jollyville Fuckets versus Youth guess that's, <laughs> guess that's fake Ivy League versus, uh, you Dr. Know. Dan has had too many white claws, yep. as we can already tell. His hair piece I'm is I'm not spiking off. levels yet. I do not have a hair piece. <laughs> you can stop pulling my hair. Give it a solve Give earlier. it a tug. He was, wow. he was asking so about wearing those sunglasses to keep it down. So let's. Uh, he was looking up Bosley treatment on his phone earlier. I saw him. <laughs> let's get into piss this. off, Josh. <laughs> Josh, Josh already said what the first match is. But here's the thing: Absolute it's the banger. Jollyville Fuckets, and they're actually supposed to take on uh, Pentagon and Phoenix. Yeah, I mean that was already covered pretty much extensively at a other podcast. Yeah, throughout your, the day. your podcast with. With uh, Swaggle. But, uh, yeah, Phoenix does not show up, so we have to call some audibles and make some things happen, and this is what we got. Is this is this like your uh, best-case audible? You get Absolutely. euthanasia in there? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. We pulled some good audibles in the day. <laughs> J-Pro the it's Legend. I, yeah, this is, this is one of your favorite oh, tag yeah. teams ever, right? J-Pro the Legend's in there, baby. Is this hard for you to like not go watch that? Did you watch it? I watched the whole show. The show's sweet. <laughs> and you can watch the show on smartmarkvideo.com. Did you watch it live, though? I mean, no. You didn't watch this match when it was happening? No, I knew I was going to possibly die hours later. All right. Fair enough. Spoiler. Nick Gage was giving spoiler. me a spoiler, spoiler alert. alert. Sorry. This pep talk from Nick Gage is always good. But we do get the Jollyville Fuckets versus Euthanasia, uh, Matt Cross, and Josh Prohibition. And, uh, boy, it starts things hot. There's, there's no better way to describe it. <laughs> They get, in and, they get in and get out. It's a quick one, though. Yeah. It is a quick one, but it's... All, all killer, no filler. Hot six. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then we go into Dom Guarini and Tim Donst. Not in and out. 
No, this one was <laughs> not not all all filler, no killer. Is that is that how we should word this one? <laughs> no, this was a good. I'll tell you what. Oh, I'll tell you what. This was a good just match. Just a so. satchel of Richards making up for the me. time that was left over in the previous match. I did, <laughs> and the next one. I did enjoy <laughs> one for that. The Dom Greeny Tim Donst one on one first time ever match, and uh, it's good. But they just took a little too long to get. It really to the eased good. into it. Too long. Like an old man and get into a bath. And they're working their way it's towards a. Lots of holds. Duke's in a bad spot, man. He's, his shoulder's going to get pulled out. <laughs> yeah. Old PC I did lover. apologize to Thorne after. We did go about six minutes over, I would say, which, let's be real, that's probably one of the first times I've ever gone over him. There we go. He's trying to, trying to see how see how he doesn't take responsibility. He just, no, 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 no. He just no, says, hey. by the way, I've also done this. No, hey, we went over, and we went over by a but, large margin. But, but. Now this is. It happens. I'm sorry. You guys have built My yourselves. My apologies, John. But you guys have built yourselves a quick little rivalry here, you and Tim Donst. Yeah, we, we have uh, Tim, you know, hits me with a chair, puts me on cold, throws me in the sleeper, and says he tapped me out. Would be the first person I've done so in AIW. Um, you, didn't you didn't really tap. You didn't though. tap out no. to me, though. You did quit, though. I did surrender. <laughs> yeah, you did surrender. I did surrender. I, I, the, the threat of being lit on fire was, was real. Um, <laughs> but, no, no so that's kind of actually led into the idea behind Donst and I at Absolution didn't submit or surrender then. Uh, the fact of he's going to actually have to make me say it this time, and I'm, or I'm going to have to make him do it. So come come Absolution, we'll see. We're recording this. Before. Will you be lighting him on fire? I think a lot of the locker room would be excited about this. Well, he'd have to get new gear. <laughs> <laughs> he got lit on fire once. No more duck. Tim Donst? Yeah. Not at AIW. Hell on Earth. Oh. Uh, 20, oh, 2015. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That happened. Good call, Dr. Dan. Dr. Uh, Dan, resident historian. Right. Lodgeworth's not here. Someone's got to do it. So then we roll into a four-way. Oh, by the way, I should mention the entire show, because it's, as we call our rap show, uh, no rules. Or Compton, Compton rules. rules. As I should, no yes, rules. How it say. should be. No rules. Compton rules. Uh, so then we go into a four-way. CPA uh, returning once again, taking on Danhausen, KTB, and Lewis Linden. And uh, CPA, just he... Uh, He's the big winner in the audibles and the right. moving different pieces around. He gets and that spot. That's well. Whose spot was that supposed to be? CPA. Was that M Dog? That was M Dog. Okay, so that's supposed to be Matt Cross, and then he moves into that tag match. Was Josh Prohibition supposed to be elsewhere? He's supposed to wrestle MJF, who Pentagon wrestles. Okay, there you go. I love CPA. We were looking at apartments together. You looked at apartments together. Yeah, in Rybackville. In in out in Vegas. <laughs> yeah, where's, in Rybackville. Ry- where's Rybackville? That's uh, east of parts unknown. Is it by uh, the woods? No, it's uh, CPA, north not of KTB. Jollyville. South of Rip City? Yeah, south of Rip City. Jesus Dude, i got to update my Google Maps. I don't know where any of these places yeah, are. Yeah, me and CPA to go back to places in Rybackville. They, you know, they took a geography class well after we did, so there's a lot of uh, locations on that map that we didn't know yeah. about. You know how when like locals have different names for places? Yeah. It, it's like that. It's like that? Kind of. Okay. But not. Yeah, thanks. Mm. Way to jump in. <laughs> Dynamite. Fuck me. Dynamite drop in, Monty. <laughs> Here we go. Come on. It's not the best color man in baseball for nothing. Let's get it going. Hell on earth. Joshua Bishop versus Ryback. This guy planting seeds. All right. We're talking about this show. We're I talking know, about I'm this show. Throw it in there. CPA Danhouse and KTB Lewis Linden. Another just great combination. Uh, your quintessential. Uh, Clash of styles. Yeah, mash up here at AIW and in these guys, heck, do it all, and it's it's a fun one. So then we it's roll. A fun one, as he says. Yeah, boy, I don't know what it's else. It's a hard to say sell about from it. Steve Guy right there. West Barkley uh, with the hard sell. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Come on, West Barkley. <laughs> He's at a pool party in Vegas. So then, uh, I, b- I believe that Forty Acres coming out again, trying to lay out some. These guys challenges. are making a habit out of this. Just they coming really, out. They really are. You know. No match or anything scheduled. Uh, AJ Gray, PB Smooth, and Trey Lamar roll out, and uh, Swaggle comes out to accept the challenge. You would think at first all by himself, and then out come the young studs to join him. And then if that wasn't enough. Oh, it is. It's enough. Oh, but is it? I don't know. Because then there's one more teammate on that there's squad. There's a whole other team that comes out. That is that. That's true too. <laughs> I forget about that. The Weird World then makes their what? way out. You're kidding. The Weird World coming out again with Kaplan. With Kaplan. 
Cap Daddy. To national board killers. But even still, if that wasn't enough. I'm done. That's enough for me. I don't know. I'm well, guess what? There's more. Carpet strips. Then There's that. Car- they're definitely carpet strips. Uh, then Swaggle holds down Trey Lamar and says, Mr. Miz, come here. No, he says George. <laughs> I thought he says Mr. He says Mr. Miz. No, he says George. They're At some point he says basis. Mr. Miz. Mr. Miz Plitzik? But the, the Miz's dad rolls out, chopping Trey Lamar. He made it out from his private VIP section. Private in the VIP back of the stage. section. Yeah. He was in the razor. How? He was in the razor's area. Yeah. Look, that's what that's what AIW is. You never know who's going to show up. On this night, it was the Miz's dad just strolling in casually. Next thing you know, he's chopping Trey Lamar. We'd even let Jerry O'Connell in for free. <laughs> you like? He's actually p- Miz. George bought a ticket though. Yeah. You don't like Jerry O'Connell? No, How I do. do. You go from that's the okay. Mrs. Dad to Jerry O'Connell. Oh, that's a famous like PWG story. They turned him away. Oh. They turned oh. him away? Yeah, they said, nah, we're sold out, bro. Oh, yeah, they were sold out. Yeah, wow. that's true. Did he offer to pay or did he want Yeah, him? they were sold out, though. Wow. He was like, do you ever see They charge every me? celebrity. Puts fucking Sophia Vergara in the front row, but they can't put no, they Jerry. They charge her. Yeah, but that's fine, but they can't put Jerry O'Connell in. They can't she find, she was there early. Can't find space for Jerry O'Connell. She was there early. That was in Stand By Me. Sorry, bro. Tomcats, brother. Can't hardly wait, brother. <laughs> Trip McNeely. Trip McNeely. Uh, so this is, you know, everything you want. A little bit of a callback to the year before. Is this gonna be a habit? Is the Who knows? Weird world not booked. Just keep coming out to natural board killers, interrupted matches. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, then we roll into the AIW Tag Team Championship. This is uh, to me one of the matches of the night. PME to Infinity and Beyond. PME. One of the best ma- tag matches in AIW history. I'm just gonna say it. That's high praise coming from you. You're you're a guy that's uh, hard to impress. Former tag team champion too over there, and he's saying that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's why he said one with of Matthew Justice. Yeah. He said one of yeah. the one best ring. sexy matches ever. And with another guy. <laughs> what what made this one so special? Do you think? I don't know. I mean, it was good. That's what made it special. It was good. Magic, baby. Crowd Pro wrestling magic. The yeah. crowd was P- hanging on by a thread the entire time. Duke. Every single tell them about pro wrestling magic. Yeah, it's just when you get four guys, two or four guys in there that can tell a story, they can make it work. Those people are sitting right here, sitting right here in the palm of your hand. They they were. They want to be entertained. The people. They want to get taken for a ride, and those four guys took them for a ride easily in the palms of their hands. Yeah, Uh, that crowd going for the up and down route, up and down route, up and down ride the entire time, and uh, yeah, they were just biting on everything. Absolutely. And then shenanigans right at the end, right? It's it's a crowd that doesn't potato. potato? Oh, they don't they potato. desperately don't want oh, potato gets me real mad on this show. <laughs> <laughs> they don't want to infinity beyond to to keep the titles. They love Not that they PME. don't want that. I think they want they want PME to, to have the titles well, more than Colin they don't and Cheech want. Are some of the best heels that we have. They're two, motherfuckers. In AIW. Uh, two people super nice guys to me. People I don't know what love you guys are to talking hate about. them. People love to hate love them, them, and they love to love PME. So you put those two e- emotions together, and that's what we had here. I mean, every emotions. single time. Emotions. That's what, it, that's what telling the story's about. about. Yeah. That's right there, brother. Magic. It's just go out of your way to watch this. I mean, the whole show, obviously, top to bottom. Tell them about the magic you can do. Is great. Tell them about the magic. He'll learn. He'll <laughs> learn. You think AIW is Disney with how much magic there is? <laughs> what? What is that ride? The small world? There's a small world after all. Small yeah. Sucks. It's a whole new world. It's a whole new world after all. <laughs> Pipe down, Aladdin. Yeah. All right. One of the younger rides, longer line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What did he say? I don't even know. <laughs> He's doing the Ric Flair quote, yeah. but backwards. All right. So younger ride, longer line. That's what he said. Yeah. So from, from this. The crowd, 100%, if they weren't already, they are now 100 to 120% invested in this entire show. Thanks 120%? To the, I'm throwing it out there, Wow. Dude, that high. So you Imagine have next. the ride that they just went for with PME to Infinity I wish and I could get 120% of my investments. And now our very next match, as he sits here to my right, it's somewhat healthy today, Joshua Bishop defending the intense title against he's Matthew He's had a, he's had a case of claws. That's why he's healthy. You and Matthew Justice, you guys had your uh, your match at Gaunt for the Gold. Yeah, and it fucking sucked. You weren't happy. No, I was You won. Happy. Why wouldn't you be but happy? You won. Eh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I won. You could have done better, huh? Yeah. 
It could have been better. You felt like you left something out there? Yeah, I feel like it fucking sucked, and that's why I wanted to fucking fall off the balcony at this show. <laughs> oh, my God. In all honesty, I know we don't like to peel back the curtain on this show, but I just will right here. It fucking sucked when Magic on for the gold. It fucking sucked. A lot of people so that's liked why it. I, I don't give a fuck. But it in your opinion, did it suck? Yeah, it fucking okay. sucked. All right. <laughs> and so Justice and I, when he told me there was a balcony, I said, we're going off of it. I said, I don't know how high it is. I don't give a shit. We'll and I told you 100 times, no, you're not. Yeah, and I told you 100 times. You yeah, hear that, Josh's mom? I told him not to yeah. do it. Yeah, mom, Thorne told me not to, so don't go to his work and tell him why the fuck she did you She did come my... to my work, actually. Yeah. <laughs> and say, Yikes. And say, why the fuck did you let my baby do that? Because guess what, mom? I wanted to do it. Because my match fucking sucked at Gollum for the gold. His dad later confronts me at jail it. Oh, my dad gets hammered and confronts Thorne at jail it. Yeah, we'll get that in a later. He tries to throw me off the balcony. But yeah, he does. He said, you see how high this is? You see how fucking high this is, John? The Ghost of Jailed Pass were coming back. <laughs> yeah, that, go- that Ghost of Jailed Pass was around all weekend. <laughs> I thought that was it for me. So four tables set up. You managed to go through three of them. Yeah. What's going through your mind when you're on Matt Justice's shoulders? I don't know. I close my eyes. What do you think though? When there? it's the go time, like, and you're working your way up there, are you getting yeah. scared? No, not really. I'm just. I mean, yes and no. Like, I'm kind of just like, uh, I mean, fuck it. If I die, I die. Really. Yep. You. you it's literally like, well. Life is pain. Yeah. Fucking time to die, baby. Fuck I've been it. in those situations before where, like, you know there's some shit coming, yeah. and you're like, yeah. all right, this is happening in, like, three more minutes. Yep. Three more minutes to survive. Yeah. If you make it to four, it's all good. Yeah. So, but, like, uh, I look, you definitely, it. like, you're definitely in the zone, but you're definitely, like... Oh, I was in the zone, I'd say, this oh, whole match. Th- it's gosh. like, there, there's there's a sense of danger coming. There's It's, like, the only thing that I could compare, and it's on a smaller scale, is when I watch you get that that half of a door out WrestleMania weekend as we're working our way up to the stage, and you're getting ready to powerbomb me off it, and I literally just took a moment and thought, if I die here, I die, and I trust Josh with my life. Yeah, I mean, uh, the DVD wasn't our first idea, but I think, in all honesty, it was the safest idea we had. Because we had some other ideas, but some of them we thought kind of could look like shit, or we could over rotate and die. So when, um, so when you're actually when he actually picks you up, I have my eyes are closed, and you're on his shoulders. So uh, what happens is, for anyone that hasn't seen it, uh, we set up these tables. We uh, are going head to head in this match, and then uh, so I take him up to the balcony. He, I go to give him a, I go to give him a power bomb off. He reverses it, hits R two. Um, uh, Did reverses. you taunt right then? Is yeah. that why you reversed? I gave him a taunt. He reverses okay. my powerbomb pickup, gives me a big old chop. When he gives me this chop, I just close my eyes. So he picks you up. You're on his shoulders, and you know you're going. Oh, I know. Do you feel him? No. Do you feel him up. jump? Because he yes. didn't just step off the yeah. balcony. He jumped to get an extra yes. few inches on the on the spot. So as soon as he picks me up, I close my eyes, and in my head, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, man, I could probably fucking die right here, and that's probably gonna fucking suck, but. Fuck it. Uh, See, I would have been thinking, like, death is bad, right? But, like, yeah. death is, that's Sweet. it. Yeah, because then that's you're it. gone. You but, like, I would have been thinking, like, man, I'm never going to walk again, probably. Yeah, my biggest fear was honestly becoming, like, paralyzed or, like, something happened. Like, I would have preferred to die as opposed to, like, become paralyzed. I agree, or, like, because, because then you've got to live with your dumbass yeah, decision for I the rest know. of your life. So yeah, these exactly. Are, these are the thoughts going through your mind. Yeah. Well, no. Why do it? That's the big question. Why do it? Yep. For the fucking brand, bro. Why not, dude? Fucking love AIW. Of course I'm about to fucking give a sweet moment for all the fans that are there. I'm not going to let some other fucks get a, the glory of using the balcony in their match. Thor, it's tell, mine, tell them yeah. about the magic. It's, it's pro wrestling, magic, magic, bro. brother. It's motherfucking magic, Steve. Of course I'm doing I it. I just wanted to, you know, just pull that quote out. Sometimes you just get two of those two people. Yeah. Hey, you know, that's two psychopaths. And, and they dude. tell a story. It's podcast yeah. so magic. magic. You yeah. got to pull the quote sometimes. Yeah. So. Uh, now, after this match, you no, got... No, hold on. What, what? So, your eyes are closed. Yeah, my eyes are closed. I so just when go, do your eyes open? Uh, as I'm grabbing uh, Nestor's hand and going, my torso's on fire. Na- I go, Russ, my torso's on fire. My torso's on fire, as he told me. Uh, I don't remember any of that, but he told me my torso... You kept telling me my torso's on fire. I felt like my body was on fire from the inside out. From the impact. Yeah. Because when he jumps, I feel like we're in the air for probably like an hour. In my head, I'm like thinking like, man, are we going to fall down? Like, holy shit, we're probably pretty fucking Like time high. stopped? Yeah, like time stopped basically. And I have all these thoughts in my head. I'm like. Which is crazy because you guys 
are down in a oh, split second. Oh, we plumbed yeah. it. And in my head, I'm like, man, I feel bad because, like, my girlfriend knows nothing about wrestling, bro. She comes to the show, like, trying to be like, oh, I'll and come then to the she, she could have came and saw you oh, die. Yeah, she comes and sees me die. I'm like, fuck, dude. I hope she pulls the tr- I hope she pulls the cord on me if I'm on life support tonight. <laughs> <laughs> how far? How far back can we pull this? Can like, I discuss a conversation with Pedro after the fact? And sure. So, the, so the I'm talking at this point. Pedro and I are talking uh, like the next day about this whole thing. Yeah. And one of the things I say is, you know, like you guys come down and, and I'm checking on Matt, and I'm like, yo. You okay? And he's like, "Did it look all right?" I'm like, "Yeah, obviously." Yeah, I honestly would have like, been pissed if it was like shit and I died. I yeah, been so bad. It's like you see Matt land, and if you look close enough, there's this brief, like, sigh of relief that comes across yeah. his face. Like, "Yeah, we lived." And then all of a sudden, he's like, "I'm hurt. I'm hurt." Yeah. And but then we're talking to Pedro, and he's like, "I was so fucking pissed at them because I'm thinking that they're dead, and here's this huge moment, and obviously they're hurting, but they're both just sitting there laughing like assholes because they actually pulled it off and are still living." And I'm like, "Fucking stop laughing." Yeah. I mean, I pretty much accept death. Uh, Your boy was Barkley IW booking, and so like this one especially, I was like, "I mean, fuck it, dude. If I die in a ring, that'd be sweet." West Barkley deathly afraid of Pedro. Oh yeah, because would, he goes to grab. It you. wouldn't have been in the ring though; would have been on the Odeon I mean, thirty four. Yeah. Fuck it, dude. I've been a sweet. You've been a sweet moment for all Pedro, the fans, dude. The time Pedro grabs, died for you guys. Pedro grabs. Or Wes Barkley grabs your arm and Pedro says, Don't you fucking touch him! Yeah. Get your fucking hands off him! And Wes Barkley's like, I don't know at this point. He's like, I know that what I'm supposed to do, but I don't know if I should do it and how serious Pedro is. Yeah. Uh, I, mean, I can tell you where I was at when this happened. <laughs> I was in the like backstage that DJ booth thing where Tom Roller danced. Thing. Oh, God, you just saw the drop. We're... No, 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 no. Like, not that balcony. I was across, like, where Tom Lawler danced. Oh, oh, okay. By, like, the stage, but, like, that, like, upper, like, yeah. level area. And Nick Sanka's girlfriend is there, and Nick Sanka's there, and it happens. And Nick Sanka's girlfriend starts physically attacking me and hitting me and saying, why did you let them do that? And I said, I told them not to. And yeah. she was literally punching me <laughs> until I had to walk away. Yeah. I say every student, like, I at intermission, I grabbed them all and explained to them what was, you know, Supposedly was going to happen, and they all look at me like they thought I was joking. I'm like, no, like this is 100% legit. Get everyone the fuck out of the way, and make sure no fan gets in yeah, the fucking way of up. people yeah. dying. At some point during the week, I texted Dr. Day and I said, I need you to get me some tables because I'm probably going to fall off the balcony. So, after, and I don't mean to this night after this match, I mean the next day or later on in the night. I didn't because, move the next day till like six in the afternoon. Well, but this video, to wrestle. I know I wrestled. No, the dude, next day. here, here, I was actually. Right at the commentary table when they went over. Yeah. I was right there watching it. And I was just, I didn't see them hit, but I saw them go. And I was just like, holy shit. And I went back, because we had stuff to do later on. So I went back into the locker room area. And right by the um, right by the door where you come back in the locker room, there's a staircase. <clears throat> and Josh comes in with uh, Wes. And he gets helped through the door. And he comes up the door. And he's laboring up the staircase. I mean, he's just like... It's hard for him to get up the stairs. He gets up to the top of the stairs, and he turns, and he goes all the way down the hallway to where the washroom dryer is. And as soon as he leaves my my eyesight, I turn my head, and here comes Justice. They help him through the door. And as soon as they close the door, Justice pushes the dudes away, sprints up the stairs, and goes, where's Josh? And I go, he went that way. He runs that like Like, nothing happened. Yeah. Like, Josh is literally, his body is a wreck, and he's, like, you know, walking. Justice doesn't even... It was like he just, you know, fell off his bike. Yeah. And he just, he that run up the stairs. Right, yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't think everyone went to bed that night. I don't think, he, yeah. No, he didn't. He yeah. texted me at like three in the morning. I mean, I know where, like. Yeah, he sent me like a very emotional text in the middle. Like, it had to have been four or five yeah. a.m. Like, uh, so I know we're in like this rivalry or whatever. Yeah. And, like, so I can't let people like the curtain. But there's a respect there. Yeah. So it was kind of weird because we do have like an actual rivalry, like in real life, too, between each other. Yeah. We're just like. This guy tried to light your feet on fire one time yeah, at an after I know, party. Yeah, because we both just want to be the best wrestler in AIW. That's not magic, Steve. And, uh, yeah, yeah that no. could be. This is yeah. Sean and Brett stuff yeah. here now. <laughs> uh oh. He's having sunny days. Yes and no, because, like, we're kind of. We hate each other, but also it's just no. We don't hate each other though. Like we have like a love hate relationship. I feel like yeah. If you listen to that podcast that came out, like the Matt Justice Chronicles, that released like two or three years ago. Yeah, we recorded from the after parties when we were hammered at Ray Rose's yeah. show. Yeah. Like you can hear Justin and I just fucking bickering at each other the whole time. Yeah, you guys bicker part, all the time. Yeah, we always bicker, but it's like kind of like a weird like big brother to little brother thing we have, uh-huh. where it's like 
we bicker all the time, but like if someone bickers at us, it's like who the fuck are you? Don't bicker at him or don't bicker at him. Yeah. And so I remember like before when Pee match was ending, he was like, like we just had this big talk of like, well fuck it, bro. If we die, we die, bro. I love you. I like I know we hate each other, but also we love each other at the same time. So let's just go out there and hopefully fucking leave a moment for the AW fans. It's it's funny to me because you do this stuff and your thought is like. Yeah, I might die, but whatever. And yeah. to me, Matt does this stuff all the time to the point where, like, he almost thinks he can't die. Yeah, like the feeling of nah, he's got he has there. like a death wish thing going. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's like similar to an Eric Ryan. Uh, no, he's kind of like uh, I'm trying to think of like how to put it. Like, all he ever wanted to do is make his way back to the WWE. He made it back to a tryout, and they passed on him. Yeah, and I think. Now he's it made him somewhat crazy. Mm. Like I don't think he enjoys what doing this. I think he just does it. You know, so okay. like it's like almost like a masochist sort of. When thing. you set the bar for yourself up there, though, you you always have to until something bad happens. You have to do it all the yeah. time. You have to. I feel like also that him and I always try to top each other in a way of like. We'll be talking about the show, and we'll be like, what are you thinking about doing that? I'll be like, okay, you think about doing that? Well, I'm going to think about doing this because it's going to be crazy on what you're going to do. And then he'll think, all right, we're going to want to try and do that. Well, I'll try to think of something even crazier to do than top you. And so I think him and I are always trying to top each other. And I think that uh, even though we're in this, like, rivalry with the intense title, it's also a way of, like, it's not a, I don't know, like, we're in this story, but it's also just like, yeah, okay, well, you think you're better than me in a way. If you can come up with more crazy shit, well, I think I can come up with crazier shit than you. So we just keep trying to out crazy each other. And I, so I remember you guys said this to me, and I said, absolutely not. Weeks, maybe months ahead of time. Yeah. Uh, then you got to the building, and you guys eyed it up, and you're like, mm, probably not. And then Phoenix no showed, and Matt Justice is like, fuck it, bro. Yeah, Phoenix we, isn't here. We got to do it. People are pissed. Got to do it. And I was like, no, you guys don't got to do that. You guys shouldn't do it. And, uh, even when you guys went out for the match, I didn't. I thought that it was going to be called off, and it had been called off until absolutely you guys not, were dude. up there. No, absolutely not, dude. Because people paid a lot of money. Because there's a lot of fans that wanted to come and see Phoenix and fucking Pentagon in this tag match. But in our heads, also, we wanted to leave them a moment they wouldn't forget to make up for Phoenix not being there, because they wanted something special that night. So we wanted to give them like something crazy. I was I was you hoping that he was going to get called off, but uh, I thought I swear that I thought that oh. it was called off because at one point when they eyed it up and they're like, nah, it's too big. No, I got got the heads up right before the match from them on all sorts of different stuff that they're that's going to happen between Matt talking to me and Wes and I think even Josh and then. But I think that Matt purposely like, kept oof. me in the dark, just like his fucking fire thing. <laughs> yeah. Because I would have said, no, don't, do not do that. Yeah. It was, uh, when you find out that it's going to happen, I was like, fuck, I hope. Honestly, you guys land as perfectly as two people can yeah. are doing such a yeah. maniacal spot. Well, you know you can't stop them. No. When Matt Justice is like, hey, we're going off the balcony. Yeah. There's no amount not of gonna argue that discussion guy. or rationality. That's going to make Matt Justice was go, that, yeah, you know what, you're right, we probably shouldn't do that. See, I look at it differently, though, because like, I look at it from a liability standpoint. I look at it For sure. as a... Josh isn't like a 30-year-old guy that uh, is just a man existing in the world. His parents have been coming to shows for years. Yeah. I have to see his family, you know what I mean? And like, that's what I'm looking at it as, like... Man, this is bad situation. This could end like a bad. This could end very badly. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. We could. We're running this brand new venue. We could suddenly. Well, that's be another out thing. Venues. Yeah, venue. That could have pissed the venue off. There's a lot of things that could have went bad. Let me. Two things I want to ask you real quick. Uh, was that drop a lot faster than you thought it was going to be? When I watched it back, yeah. But in my head, we were up there for hours. Yeah, that drop. Watching it was just like. Boom, split second. Yep. Here they are, pff, gone. And I'm like, oh, shit, that happened. Even everybody else that's, like, standing around the table is like, they came down so fast. I'm like, yeah, that's that's gravity, I guess, for you. But the big question is, after this match, online, Twitter, and everything else, Worth it. this video is everywhere. What? But what's running through your mind when people are sitting there and be like, oh, they do this for hot dogs? 
Oh, I you mean, know what I mean? Those are the things that are being said. So now you're being, you got people who loved it, and you got people who are, are bashing it really hardcore. Uh, I really didn't think it mattered. Those people are like, oh, you did it for a hot dog, or you did it for 20 bucks, or whatever, or you did it for like five bucks. I really didn't give a fuck about that because it was all about just like leaving like a moment for like the AW fans. So really that's all in our head. We both like we're like, all right, we're gonna leave us awesome fucking AW moment. And who gives a fuck what everyone says? In your mind, you're like, whatever. If it goes online, great, people see it. Yeah. But this is for the people right here, right yeah, now. Yeah, because it's for AW, not for all these fucking jamokes that are. Oh, you only did it for five minutes, or oh, you fucking should not wrestle every match like it's the main event. Or, like, all this bullshit fucking people that everyone on Twitter wants to talk about. Like, they fucking know everything about wrestling. For you, AIW is the main event. Yeah. Every match I wrestle, I want I treat it like it's a main event match because I want to go as hard as fuck every match. I don't want to try and phone it in for some fucking match no matter where it is. And this goes back to the competitive nature. You had already mentioned it once. Yeah. You're like, somebody's going to go off this balcony. Yeah, exactly. Fucking, it's going to be us. Exactly. Because at one point he said, well, what if I just dive off you? And I said, if you think you're the only person getting the fucking glory of going off the balcony, you're fucking crazy. <laughs> I said, because your ass is throwing me off that balcony. <laughs> And, like, going to, like, what Josh said about the Twitter thing, it was, like, everyone online was, like, bashing for, like, oh, well, I bet they no-sold it and went 20 more minutes. Like, no, it oh. was exactly what it yeah. it needed to be. Like, the psychology, yeah. everything of the spot exactly made sense exactly to what it needed to be. Like, yeah. go buy the DVD, find out exactly. Because like, that's unfortunately yeah. a thing in pro wrestling these yeah. days. You see something like that, and it's a two-count, guy kicks out. It, yeah. and, and it was it, literally everything that everyone was shitting on online yeah. about it was... The absolute opposite. It was yeah. exactly how it needed to be. The story made sense. Like everyone can go fuck off. Like, is there I, a sense I, in pride of that? Because you love some of this old school wrestling and uh, things like that. You know, you're like, yeah, this is realistic. We fucking we just dropped from this 30 foot balcony. Yeah, it should be done. Yes and no, but I also feel like a lot of people that would shit on it won't even watch the whole match. So they won't even understand like why the fuck we did that. Oh well, yeah, that's that's the thing too. Is like <clears throat> people just comment on. What they see, like, like they it, don't know the context of what they're commenting yeah. on, no. and, and they don't they don't understand what goes into yeah. it. They don't understand the context of it. They don't understand anything. They just want to bitch about something. Yeah, yeah. Like, and so they want to go, "Wow, that's weird. I hate it." For no other reason, they literally people have literally no reason to hate it because it's not them. Yeah, if two people decide to do something, as weird or as dangerous or whatever grown men shit yeah Yeah. they've decided to do it hope it goes well you know and in this case it it went fine um but all these people shitting on it have never and would never take any kind of challenge in their life for anything not talking about falling off a balcony but i'm talking about it in in everyday life or anything else they just wouldn't do it and they don't understand why some why they don't understand why somebody else would do it, so they must be dumb for doing it because I would never do that. Well, nobody's fucking asking you to do it. Yeah. So like, just shut the fuck up. And nobody I, asked these guys to do it either. Yeah. You know, it's like in fact somebody asked them not to. They did it then. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, the only people that even matter in that discussion, and that's up to Josh and Matt, is actual workers, people that maybe they respect or whatever else. Sure. But fucking, you know, uh, 69 clown shoes at, at Twitter or whatever, you know, yeah. dropping some fucking opinion about something nobody fucking asked them Dude, about. don't go in my burner account. Sorry. You know, who gives a shit? So then yeah. don't watch it. If you don't like it, don't watch it. Even and we, sometimes I feel like that workers get lost in that too. Like they well, want to come out on do, certain things. But I mean, but again, it's... it's Like a thing that honestly pissed me off was when uh, a guy like Josh Barnett, who wants to be like this wrestling aficionado, commented on me and Dom when he commented on the gif of me throwing him off of the fucking stage. Like... Don't comment on something like one spot. Like people want to talk about the spots, but don't talk about the story or the match. Like pay attention to the story being told in the match, and you don't understand why I threw him off. And, like why I was yeah. Pulling and out I think all the I think mistakes. that is the problem with GIF culture now in wrestling. Is like people see five seconds, and they, you know, it's fucking that's it. Judge, yeah, jury, execution. Yeah, they already know automatically. Like, they know that's your life sentence. It. Is is whatever that GIF is. No. Like everyone wants to like do it for the GIF. Like that's like. Like a weird thing, like indie but you like, li- locker rooms. You live and die by the gift, though, you know, yeah. because like you do something like that, and it's awesome. But if the raw, if some person doesn't understand the context, like I'll say this, like Jim Cornette, very outspoken. If he saw any of those gifts, he would lose his fucking mind. But yeah. if he watched the entire story from start to finish, then he would he'd probably say it made sense. Yeah. But like nobody is gonna watch because that's just how yeah. the world works. It's like everything moves so fast. They don't. Nobody wants to sit and. But watch at the end it. of the day, you're gonna. You're going to internalize the opinions of people that matter to you. Exactly. And you're not going to give a shit about 
what anybody else says. You know, and so all these people can they can they're they're free to talk about it. And they're free to come in it and please retweet it and send it out and let everybody yeah, fucking see it. Yeah. And it, yeah, get get us all the attention we can use. Which I do want to but, touch on that in just a second, but because there's so many of us sitting here, and I know a lot of us we're looking at Twitter and we're looking at these things and we're watching all the replies and we're seeing what people are saying. For the rest of us that were not obviously involved in the match, I, I know for me, but for you guys, was there a sense of? I mean, one of these rare times where, like, yeah, I want to come to the defense for these guys so hard because you're seeing so many people not get it and ask so many questions. You you know what I mean? Like, very rarely do I comment on on dumb stuff. I said something. I don't remember what it was, but I know I said yeah. I quote tweeted something and said said something to the effect that it, it's really doesn't it's none of your business or yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, because like we I, know these guys. I don't remember what it was, but yeah, you're like, it's like but, seeing people shit yeah. on your family. It's like you don't you don't know. What the it's fuck like it's not like about. you're gonna go to like a dude like Shivani who like I was like that's who it was. It was Shivani. That's and like it was Shivani. He like goes on and says like blah blah blah. It's like but at the same time. Like the spot was the spot, like what we said. The the context of the spot and everything was going on was for a reason. So it's not like it's like you don't piss in the wind for no reason. It's like if you're gonna go and like get you know ten likes for you know a situation of like you're gonna go defend your friend. It's like it's better off just not saying anything and let the guy try to get on his high horse. We're arguing about the entire reason social media exists. Yeah, is for people to express their own opinion and be negative and shit on things that they would never do or don't like. So it's pointless. Let me ask you this, though, because Duke was talking about you do it and the only people's opinions you respect are your peers and everything else. I know for a fact that multiple people whose opinions you respect reached out to you and you kind of had a mixed bag of things there. Share what some of those things were. Um, do you want me to go like name by name of people that I really respect that gave yeah, me their Yeah, I mean, you can. You don't necessarily have to. Um, but, but yeah, you can. Probably two of the bigger ones, I would say, of people whose opinions I really respect were guys like J-Pro, who really told me, he was like, I want you to have a 20-year like main event WrestleMania career, not this two-year dumb bum career. Yeah. And I kind of like, I don't know, kind of like made me like, damn, like maybe I should stop doing this crazy shit because like maybe my body won't hold on. Right. And like J-Pro's a guy that I go to for about everything or whatever. You just watch him have a 20-year anniversary match. Exactly, yeah. So that kind of sucked and everything. And then uh, a guy whose opinion I also like, or I respect, is uh, Hot Sauce Tracy Williams. Yeah. And so he sent me some big ass long, like, I'm not like I'm disappointing you, but like, why the fuck would you think you had to do that for yourself? Like, and he like broke down all the reasons of why he thinks I can be a successful wrestler and why I didn't need to do that to me in this like three paragraph text message. I just kind of felt like, fuck, like, maybe you're right. But like, who knows in all honesty? Yeah. You know what I mean? Was there anyone who reached out that was kind of like behind it and like, yeah, okay, I get it. Like, I saw the whole thing. Oh, uh, yeah. Gringo Logo sent me a message. It was hilarious. <laughs> and he went, yo, that shit was fucking crazy, bro. <laughs> and he went, he went, he went, I love you. And then and then his follow-up message, I didn't respond to him for hours because I was asleep, was, oh, by the way, you okay, bro? <laughs> <laughs> it didn't Janela reach out to you, too? Yeah, he said, you're a fucking crazy, you're a crazy psycho little fuck. But, I mean, that was cool and shit. But, like, it was cool that, like, when I woke up the next day, because I was all fucked up the next day. Uh, uh, you had a match, like, you had a match put the a show day? on, though, because you're a fucking performer. Yeah, you're goddamn you're right a fucking worker. Yeah. Like yeah. UXWA tag team title. You're goddamn right. And Maserati West Barkley, who the whole time was going, you can just call it off, man. You can just call it off. And I went, nah, fuck it, bro. Yeah, <laughs> oh, Razor Sharp? Yeah. Absolutely. Razor was out there in the fucking Razor position. I hit him with that Sid Fist bump. Boom. He, razor Sharp yeah. was blocking off the crowd. I know. PSA to all the AW fans, Melvin dude. If you guys want to keep calling me Lil Sid, put your fucking fists up when I come out. I'll fist bump the fuck out of you. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> there you go. I'll there. fist bump you like a motherfucker. You need dude. a body glove elbow. That is I'm ready, dude. That's the perfect. I'm ready, dude. Put those fucking fists up, dude. We'll fist pump like perfect, perfect end of that conversation. Sid, never, Sid, Sid never showed up to AW. I just made my own. Fuck Sid, dude. Yeah. Said ain't gonna fall off that balcony. I might break Couldn't his even leg. fall off the second rope, brother. Yeah. Couldn't motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Sid couldn't even fucking get on his goddamn plane, dude. Trump was out there stopping him on the front lines. So then from there we roll up, we go Eddie Kingston, Nick Gage, and this is uh everything you thought it would be. Two guys that wanna hit people hard and they get thrown in the ring together and they Hit each other hard. I mean, props to those guys for following that. Yeah, they had to. Yeah. I mean, are there two 
better guys like on your roster to put together to follow that? Well, to be honest, when the show's formatted, I don't think that this balcony thing is happening. You sure. know what I mean? Yeah. So you're like, yeah, this is going to be Josh and Matt are going to probably have some sort of banger. It's going to be great. And then, great, let's now let's throw Eddie and, and Nick Gage out there and we'll just keep this violence going, essentially. Which they did, just no balcony. And then, and then the big violence is in the main event. Well, but no, then we go MJF and oh, Pentagon. Pentagon. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, old Pentel's. I felt that this was, uh, you know, oh, this is actually where I get mad at the potato. Yep. I thought that this would be at least a safe bet with the AEW politics and, you know, like maybe, you know, maybe one can, can't can lose or can lose, but if they're both wrestling each other, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Somebody's got to, yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, this, this match is fine. But the thing, you know, Tuan is working with Pentagon Jr. in here, which is great. Because uh, you never think you see something like that. Oh, yeah. That's a great moment. But then Tuan shoves the potato, and the potato fires up on him. And it's like... Fires up hard. Oh, I've never been madder at a show than that. I've I've had very few freakouts in the locker room. Oh, man. Potato got screamed at so bad. I was fucking so pissed I went off on him I said this is why nobody wants you to be fucking on these shows that dog is pissed at potato as well and Twan, Twan was just standing there like I'm sorry Mr. Thorne I didn't know what to do and I was like Twan you didn't do anything wrong man it wasn't your fault yeah. you should know better Twan lays in a potato potato can basically no sells it the quote unquote former AW main eventer he should know better well Swan's trying to big time. That's what Twan. Potato does, though. Potato does that when anytime, anytime, if he doesn't know it, because I'm sure it probably wasn't discussed. He 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 does not know how to roll with things. Nope. Mm. You know, and oh, I was furious. So you just gotta make sure you explain it to him and sit him down, and because I'm sure something happened out there probably where Twan was cheating or whatever, and and it just kind of yeah, it just happens. Know, went off went off the rails a little bit. And uh, Tuan doesn't know, he hasn't been around enough to know what to do in that situation, and Potato cannot think on his feet. So he doesn't know about the magic, is that what you're saying? You don't know about the magic. Tuan's learning about the magic. No, Potato. Oh, Potato, no. (laughs) Potato, I will say, after that hollering, he had himself a a rebound jailet weekend. Uh, he did a very good job. I mean, as much as you can as a referee, but he did a very good job there. There's no uh, Xavier. There's no Xavier. Uh, so Xavier, you're, the, you're not. No, you're, you're drinking lime Bud Lights, and everybody else is drinking White Claws. So don't even. You're out of this. Go sit over in the. <laughs> go in the corner and sit down. Don't disrespect my man Xavier like that. He's not he, drinking White Claws, Josh. Well, He's got a B double L on his hand. Yeah, dude, B double L ski. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, Shout out to the big LG. Well, Duke, it's a good thing you're here because from there we roll into the absolute championship match. Uh, Duke Taking that chair like a champion. Mance Warner and Tom Lawler, and yep, as Joshua yeah, Bishop had, just said. Duke, fucking Duke is Cody, Cody, and Cody and fucking the 10 guy, they get all the fucking, they get all the publicity. Duke's been taking unprotected <laughs> chair shots for fucking six months in a row. <laughs> Duke! Is this the worst of the unprotected big, chair big shots? No, no big, this was the best. Big man shit, though, right, Duke? It's your choice to take that head trauma. Yeah. Fuck yeah, Dukey. One of the thousand fucking no, grand, dude. Nobody's numbers no. might be a little fucked up on Monday. Now, here's right. here's two two things about that. Number one, I would probably not have put my hand up anyway, and I probably would have just I taken don't it. Don't put your hands up. But number two, I did not expect my second arm to be duct taped to the guardrail. Yeah. There so, was time behind you. Yeah, or duct tape behind you. I was only expecting one, not two. So, oh, and once the second one was up there, pretty much the decision had been made at that point. You so, knew this chair shot's coming. Yeah, yeah. So I couldn't really do much about it. But no, it was that one was fine. I mean, I, I barely felt that one. What a, I, I feel like as a fan of a wrestling and watching this stuff, you probably enjoy being ringside to a, a Mance Warner, Tom Lawler match, and even being involved. Well, as this is Compton Rules, I felt the need to, you know, insert yeah. myself where I could. I didn't want to I didn't want to do too much cuz I didn't want to take away from the spectacle of everything, but I wanted to do enough so it made sense, you know. Yeah. And that's kind of what I was shooting for. And those were the spotlights that you were talking about cuz Mance Warner gets the uh the big entrance here championship style. What's that? 
What are the, Pat yourself on the back. Oh, yeah. All right. Pat yourself on the back. Yeah. It says Dom Greeny. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't go 10 minutes longer than I was supposed to. I will say that much. Peace <laughs> <laughs> lover. Do you get to... Shut my mic off. When you're out there, do you get to uh, you get to enjoy the moment a little bit, or is this one you got to watch back? No, I mean I'm I'm working when I'm out there, so you yeah, know, I, I I might be standing there, but I'm I'm trying to do you know everything I'm doing out there. I'm doing for a reason. You right. Know, I try not to get caught up in. Now, if it's something like if I was Wes Barkley and I was out when they're you know when they went off the balcony, yeah, it's kind of hard not to get caught up in something like that. But I don't. You know, I don't really try to uh, get lost in the moment, so to speak. Sorry, so. my mic had shut off, and I flipped the, flipped the switch by accident. Josh Bishop, you can flip the switch back on. Huh? <laughs> was it still record? Okay, yeah. I'm pretty sure oh, it right. still records. Okay, pop it on. Steve. We get things mess up sometimes. I was nervous. I was like, let me just be safe. No, Come on, God Steve. Damn. What are you doing? All right. How long have you been a moderator of the show? God damn. Goofball shit. God damn. Dr. Daniel C. Goofball Ham. DC Goofball. So, dude, you get... Cut Dr. Dan off. Dr. Dan's cut off. Cut off his hair. So, do you get reeled in the head by this chair shot from Mance Warner, your guy. Yeah. What's going through your head besides metal? Wow, I can't believe he did that. Uh, he never bothered to ask me if I was okay. No, never. He just kind of no. He just kind of went about his <laughs> kind of went about his business, and you know, ended up losing the match. Pardon the interruption. Um, there is Doctor Dan's rug. Yeah, is getting pulled I finally, I finally broke myself just free from Dr. the duct Dan tape a little tug on the rug. Helped helped him <laughs> to get back, but you know, never never bothered to check on me. By, by the way, okay. you actually didn't break That's yourself free of that duct tape. I had to help you. Oh well. So uh, is there some Dookie? Dookie? <laughs> hey, Dookie? Some hard feelings starting to uh, resonate, and, yeah, and Harbor so was in here. I've never seen so many hits. So that many wasn't as Duke at that, that wasn't party. where it started. <laughs> What's that? I never heard somebody hit so many rails as he did at Nax that night. This shit was crazy. Oh, that didn't, we didn't even go to Nax that. That didn't start the bad feelings, but it didn't help any. Okay, I'll just say that. That much. didn't start the bad. Was feelings. the bar no. staff concerned about how many times Ooh, Duke went well, in the bathroom? More... <laughs> hey, Duke loves rails. <laughs> Hashtag. All right, let's. Uh, 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 we'll cut all that out. We'll cut all that out. Well, we'll talk more about where the bad feelings started on a later episode. The Wolfies Nine Street Duke. It's probably started at Wolfies. That's fair. So, I think that's a good point to wrap this thing up for the Mighty Millennial Mike, Mikey Montgomery, who chimed in, Dominic Garini, uh, Doctor Dan, Goofball Ham, Goofball Ham, Goofball Ham, uh, the Duke, Joshua Bishop. AIW owner John Thorne. Uh, my name is Steve Guy. We'll talk to you next week right here on The Card is Going to Change. We forgot to mention uh, the fun after party the last time at Nax, right? Or no, we go to Good Company. We go to Good Company for the very first time. Very first time. Very first time we go to the uh, Good Company. G-O-O-D Company. And uh, man, do they roll out the red carpet. Shout out to Jonah there. Taking care of us. And Mikey Millennial forgot to pay his tab. Loaded right? fries. Mikey Millennial. Yeah, can, we tell, can we tell them about how well, I they didn't have Apple Pay, it. you millennial son of a bitch? Wow. That was Jaylen. That was Jaylen. Okay, sorry about a later big up, episode. Big ups to Good Company finally figuring out how to get some good scotch in that joint. No Venmo. That's not, not that night. That was Jaylen. Yeah. Yeah. But thanks to them. Do we got to sign off again here? Yeah, sign off. All right. So on that note, thanks to Good Company. Thanks to Jonah for hooking that up. And uh, Pat Franklin, really, who's kind of set us up with Jonah and I'm made that all legs. happen there. Ronnie Two Legs. So for Mighty Millennial Mikey Montgomery, Dominic Garini, Dr. Dan, the Duke, Josh Bishop and AIW owner John Thorne. My name is Steve Guy. We'll talk to you next week right here on The Card is Going to Change.